Hello, 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 and good morning, or good afternoon, if you're listening to this in the afternoon. It is your girl, T. This is season two, episode eight. (laughs) On this episode of Come and Talk with T, I want to give you a recap of all the bullshit (laughs) that have been going on in America. Uh, Most of you probably have already heard about it, and if you haven't, that's why I'm here, okay? I'm going to be talking about Capitol Hill and the things that those terrorists, yes, those terrorists were doing. (laughs) Even in the midst of all this, they were still able to gentrify something that we started and turned it into something that it wasn't. I'll also be talking about another form of gentrification that should be talked about more, which is environmental racism. And let me remind you what racism and race is again, because it seems like I have to keep reminding people what it is. I'm also going to be talking about Miss Maya, an adult, a quote-unquote woman of color, that racially profiled and attacked a young black boy. Please remember that this is America. This is America. This is what America looks like. I don't care what image they try to put out to the media. No. Everything that I'm about to describe to you is exactly what America is. (laughs) Okay. Let's start with Capitol Hill, okay? (laughs) On January 6, 2020... Okay, that day will always be the day in history um, where the white people showed their asses and showed their true white privilege in America. They showed us what that looked like January 6th. Okay, Trump supporters are racist and have been racist. Fact (laughs) Trump losing was just their reason to show their true racist thoughts and put it into action. Okay, it went from a noun to a verb real motherfucking quick. Okay. Trump told his followers and his supporters to do the violent acts that they did. Okay. Sounds like a cult to me. Mm. And it sounds like Trump massa. <laughs> okay. It sounds like a motherfucking cult to me. <laughs> this whole situation makes you wonder if the police had any prior knowledge of what was going down. Okay. And I'm going to answer the question. They did. They did. There were numerous posts about what was going to happen on Twitter and they were ignored and you know I just think it's crazy how all the Black Lives Matter protests before any the police knew about the mother where the shit was gonna be before I even knew about it and I'm black okay the motherfuckers knew about it before anybody else can know about it so I just find it crazy how they seen all these posts on Twitter about what was gonna happen at Capitol Hill and they still weren't prepared (laughs) they still weren't prepared Do those blue lives still matter, white folks? Or does the idea of code of contact, in other words, just complying, only apply to black people? Okay. (laughs) Every time a black person's life is took by a police officer, the argument of just, just complying comes up so quickly. But why not in the case where the little white girl got shot in her face um, on Capitol Hill? The little terrorist, little terrorist, excuse me, little terrorist girl. She got shot in the face. <laughs> that argument was never made for the Trump supporter. No, because that was a murder and she should have, quote unquote, complied. OK, <laughs> she shouldn't have been at Capitol Hill in the first place. It was just going to be completely honest. So white people, how is her getting shot in act of police brutality, but not the, jo- the jo- excuse me, George Floyd case? How is her case police brutality? And we need to say her name. (laughs) But George Floyd isn't. And we shouldn't say his name. 
Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Even when the Trump supporter died, social media outlets still described the white woman as something that she wasn't. They never called her a terrorist. And that's what she should have been called. They were all terrorists. <laughs> I hate when people argue that we shouldn't judge Trump supporters because it's quote unquote just a belief. Baby, I didn't know that being racist was a belief. I thought it was a mental illness. Okay, I thought it was a racial, mental illness. Racism should never be classified as a belief because it sounds like you're saying white supremacy is a belief. It's all just a belief and not an actual real thing when in all actuality it is. So you're not going to lie to yourself like that. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. It's not a belief. They're just racist. They don't believe in shit. It's a mental illness. Okay? They hate you because you're black. I didn't do shit but be born. You feel know I me? Mean? That's a mental illness. That has nothing to do with a belief. That's a mental illness. Okay? <laughs> so that's what happened at Capitol Hill. And let me just say that they was up in there shitting and peeing all over the place. Shitting. Shitting. They were shitting in their hands and smearing it on the walls. Okay, I think that's crazy because they love to call us us monkeys. They love to call us monkeys. But I and monkey shit in their hands and throw it. That that that's what monkeys do. And that's exactly what the white people was up in there doing. Shitting and smearing really barbaric. Barbaric. Okay? They were showing their true history. Their barbaric history. This ain't new. This ain't new. White people been like this. They been barbaric. They been disgusting. They been like this. Angry. <laughs> they been like this. But they like to push all their insecurities onto black people and make it seem like we are the quote unquote monkeys. The quote unquote crazy people. The quote unquote violent people. We ain't even violent. We ain't even got a history of being violent to y'all. I, I, I would like to see the history. We don't even have a history of really being violent towards white people. But white people got hella histories being violent towards everybody else. That's what the fuck I thought. White people got me fucked up. I ain't gonna hold y'all. They really be having me fucked up with this shit because they love to push their insecurities onto everybody else. They love to put those negative words onto us when it should be on them. They love making it seem like black is just so bad. We're just so bad. The things that we say are just so terrible. The way that we move is just so terrible. When black people are really the humblest people in America, when we have no reason to be humble. Black people are the only people that don't like to complain and make it seem like they just have to live with what they get. We are the only people that just live. (laughs) we just live we are like i said we are the humblest group when we have no reason to be my black ass could complain about everything that's going on in america just because of the simple fact that i'm black and black people don't understand that they're just comfortable with how it is right now they're comfortable with being like this they're comfortable with master joe (laughs) i'm not comfortable i'm uncomfortable so until i get comfortable i'm about to make everybody else around me uncomfortable including Massa Joe and all his supporters. Thanks. And Kamala too. <laughs> don't fuck with that bitch. So don't come over here to me with some oh, black woman. It's not a black woman. <laughs> it's not a black woman. I don't want to get too into them, but I'm just saying that's not a black woman. That's an American Indian woman. <laughs> and we're going to leave her with the American Indian. She's a person of color. <laughs> Let them tell her she's a person of color. They've been calling that woman a person, a woman of color. That's what she is. Because you know women of color and black are not the same thing. Those are two different things. And real black people, they know that. So the fact that she's walking around calling herself a woman of color should tell you everything that you need to know, (laughs) y'all. 
But let me get into this environmental racism. Let me let me get into this environmental racism. Okay. Let's start with the different ways of gentrification that been showing recently. Um, and then let's get into environmental racism and that's and how it is still excuse me, and how it still affects our neighborhood today. The phrase say her name was a phrase that was started in response to the police brutality that was going on to black to black women, specifically a black woman by the name of Breonna Taylor. They, excuse me, the saying shouldn't be used when describing a white person, period. <laughs> Let alone a white woman that was indeed a terrorist. She was indeed a terrorist. We do not need to say her name. She was a terrorist. That, them saying shouldn't go to white people at all. Those phrases wasn't made for y'all. We made them because y'all kill us. <laughs> why? Why? Why, 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 why? Why would you put that for a white person? And I like when white people say, um, white people make it seem like it's only the police that's the bad white people. <laughs> white people make it seem like only the police officers is the bad white ones. <laughs> Boy, y'all all the bad white ones. <laughs> white people are so funny with that. They be trying to make it seem like it's all just the police. No, it's you too. <laughs> it's you too, whitey. You the problem too. Because I don't think white people understand how... <laughs> Well, I think they understand how much privilege that they have, but um, the white people that make it seem like they have none and, and that they're just one of me, like they're a minority, those are the ones you got to watch. Because, <laughs> bitch, get the fuck up out of my face with that bullshit. <laughs> Talk about white people are so funny, y'all. I swear to God. But, oh, they, ooh, child. They something else. They something else. They something else. But like I said before, that saying... Say her name, say his name, say anything should not be said towards a white person. <laughs> Come on with your own phrase, bitch. Always trying to justify some shit. Always trying to take some shit for us. We can't have shit. We can't have shit. We can't have a phrase. We can't have a movement. Bitches can't have stocks. Motherfuckers can't have a street. White people don't let us have nothing. We can't have shit. No fun for us. <laughs> okay. So... They t- I already said how they do our movements. They judge our movements. Why must our movements be intertwined with everybody else's movement? Why must black be an add-on for everybody else's fight in order for their voices to get heard? It's because we are allowing it to happen. No, it's not a competition struggle. It's not a struggle of competition. It's not a struggle of competition. It's not none of that. But it also isn't a, we all been here. We all been through some shit, so let's come together as one. No. No, when not the whole one is actually benefiting from anything. And only a cool person, a cool portion size. So they're okay with it. <laughs> no, every time I see black person of color, whatever the hell that shit is, I only see shit that got to do with people of color. I never see shit that got to do with just specifically black people. Why do we, why do we have to be entwined with everything all the time? Why can't people have their own shit? Why do black people have to start everything? Why do we have to be included in everything? Why can't we just have our own shit? Why do we have to get grouped with all you other... St- like like I said before, it's not a struggle competition. It's really not. But just because we all had a struggle do not mean that we all need to be one. That is not what it means, especially if it's some anti-blackness going on in the people of color culture. Okay? <laughs> Stop putting us with them people that have anti-blackness towards us and don't really like us for real. Ancestors don't like us. Family don't like us. Only this generation like us because we cool. But the generation before the generation that we like don't like us at all because we black. Stop. Just stop. Okay. Just stop. Just stop. We do not. Oh, we need our own shit. 
Because when we get our own shit, the shit gets done. Every time we add with, with some other people talking about we all going to struggle together. Let's do this together as one. The shit don't get done. The shit don't get done. Our voice don't get heard. Okay? A person of color voices get heard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry. No. Nobody ever does anything towards change until a black person works as the catalyst. Yes. A black person works as the catalyst. The catalyst for some type of all revolution when we as black people need to focus on our own revolution okay because obviously working with other people and having people quote-unquote by our side isn't going to get the job done huh it's not it's not helping us okay we don't need allies to do so so let's stop having a mindset that we do because that's why we're fucked that's just my opinion though (laughs) okay so let's talk about environmental racism. Our neighborhoods, they like to gentrify our neighborhoods through environmental damages. Okay, this weekend, I learned something, and it's something that we should all, um, something that we should already have some sort of concept of, or something that we should have an idea of. Um, which is environmental racism. So environmental racism is a term used to describe environmental injustice that occurs through a policy and practice. In other words, it's injustice in our neighborhoods. <laughs> I mean, in the environment, uh, injustice of the environment in black-based neighborhoods, okay? How is this done? Black neighborhoods from the 90s, I mean, from the 1900s, excuse me, are currently 5 to 12 degrees hotter compared to white neighborhoods in the summertime. And why is this? There's fewer trees in our neighborhoods compared to the white neighborhoods. Okay, so what's the problem in that? We ain't got no trees. What's the problem? <laughs> the problem is trees not only give us shade, but even provide uh, <laughs> even provide woo, a home for wild creatures. But they cool the air through evaporated cooling. While the government was inventing, I mean, investing in these white neighborhoods, planting trees, building parks, <laughs> those same investments weren't made to the black community post the white suburban boom. Okay, so there's two cases of environmental racism that occurred in the Bay Area that you should remember. Um that I'm going to talk about very briefly. And if you don't remember, you should look into it because it was in the Bay area. This is how they got us now. You feel me? It's happening now. Um, the first thing is candlestick park. Okay. Everybody from the point know that that shit was fucked up. It was a hazardous waste of lead that happened at candlestick park. And it's a material so toxic to both animals and people. Um, and it never got cleaned up after years of it being there and the years of them knowing that it was there. And baby, I bet you they were never going to clean the shit and somebody wouldn't have got sick from it. Like, let's be real. If somebody would have never got sick from it, they weren't going to kill that. They weren't going to clean that waste. They wasn't going to clean that waste. Um, a second one is the Oakland water system. I know y'all remember some kids got cancer from the water that was contaminated. You feel me? It happens. The more research you do, the more dots you're able to connect. Okay. Racism built this nation this america was built on imperialism capitalism and racism it's everywhere you just have to find them let me remind y'all what racism is real quick just 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 a quick little you feel me (laughs) 
racism comes from a social construct of race, the idea, excuse me, the idea of race being more superior, the idea of a race being more superior than another race based off skin tone and fake scientific studies that were rooted with racism. For example, baby, the skull test. Y'all remember the skull test? Okay. The skull test, quote unquote, proved that white people were smarter than black people based off of skull size. Okay. Race as a biological class doesn't show up until the 17th and 18th century. But race as a class marker has always been there. Remember that. Okay. So now, lastly, I'm going to talk about Miss Maya. Yes, Miss Maya was racially discriminating people, y'all. Miss Maya. <laughs> like I stated before, white supremacy isn't a made-up belief, nor is it a made-up concept. It's the system that we have. <laughs> the system that was set up to play, uh, set up in place to continue to dehumanize us even after slavery was abolished. The system that continues to fail black folks and most importantly continues to fail our black boys and men. Always remember that you are black before anything else. You are looked at as black in the system before your gender and your sexuality. That being said, again, like I said in previous podcasts, please stop the gender wars between black and black people. Thank you. <laughs> now let's talk about Maya Ponsetto. I think that's her last name. I really don't give a fuck how to pronounce it because she's racist. Really don't care. But I know Maya is. I know. I know that Maya is the way that you pronounce her first name. Ponsetto. I think that's the last name. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, I guess, but I really don't give a fuck because she's a racist ass little bitch. Um, yeah. So Maya showed her true colors and her true white privilege when she racially profiled a black, a young black boy accused him of stealing her phone, then began to attack the young black boy. Whole time her phone was left in an Uber, a Uber bitch, a Uber it was all caught on hotel video footage and there's still news stations and social media outlets having the nerve to say that she allegedly, allegedly assaulted this boy when it's clear as day what she did. There is no alleged anything. And it just makes you ask the question of, is this how propaganda works? This is how propaganda works. This is how they do it. Why say things like allegedly when there's a clear, when there's clear video evidence of the attack? Because not nah, because <laughs> I'm getting excited, y'all, because that's the system that's in place. Its purpose is to fail us, specifically black boys in this case. Maya was not arrested immediately after the attack like she would have been and even tried to like she should have been. Excuse me. And she even tried to turn the blame back on the black man, back onto the boy's father by saying he put his hands on her while she was attacking his son, baby. Which is something any parent would do. I'm so sorry, Maya. You were not different from anybody else. It's crazy how they want us. <laughs> it's really crazy how they really want us to just be one in this in this world when there's just so much shit going on. <laughs> it's just so much shit. Oh, Maya said in her in an interview that she's not racist. She's not racist. Why are you not racist, Maya? Tell me why. Because she's a POC. And it's not possible for a POC to be racist towards a black woman or a black person. Excuse me. That's what Maya said, y'all. <laughs> when that's literally what she did. And it continues to further the point of POC and black are <laughs> being two different things and should not be combined together into one. Honestly, 
There's a video of Maya being arrested for a DUI, and this just shows how irresponsible she is as a person anyway. Oh my God, and it also shows how careless she is to the laws, okay? How could you even make the argument that she feels... I mean, excuse me, you could even make the argument that she feels better than everybody else, and even the laws, and she feel like that she doesn't have to follow it. <laughs> Maya, or anybody... How does she expect us to believe she didn't like, she didn't feel like her privilege would get her out of this situation? Should she feel like it would get it out of her DUI one? Huh, Maya? We have some questions. <laughs> and on that note, I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of Come and Talk with T. Tune in within the next week or two for another episode, okay? Come listen to me talk that shit and say the things that need to be heard and the things that need to be said, okay? I love my people and I'm passionate about every second I put into making these podcast episodes for you guys. I swear to God. I love to educate you guys while also educating myself on new topics and new subtopics to talk about and hopefully introduce you guys to different topics as well okay remember to always stay unapologetically black and are always love the skin that you're in if you haven't seen my instagram already i'm selling candles come and vibe candles by t you can follow my podcast page on instagram at come and talk with t for everyday updates and new podcast episodes thank you so much for listening you guys and have a great day <laughs>